and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you today? I'm feeling very French. <laughs> oui, oui. <laughs> well, as we've always said time and time again, when something happens within the Disney universe, you are there to see it. We've decided today to discuss the expansion to the France Pavilion in Epcot, and you were there firsthand to experience it in and out, right, within 24 hours. So I'm excited to hear about it. Why why don't you talk to us about where it is and what makes it different than everything else? Let's, Let's get the whole highlights, the whole rundown of this expansion to the France Pavilion. You bet. And it is exciting because it's a big expansion for Epcot. This is not just the introduction of a ride, but they've really garnered a lot of extra land to bring us this expansion to France. So you can see it from the sky gondolas. See, I snuck that in again as you're (laughs) headed into the station in Epcot. And when you're walking up to the France Pavilion in Epcot, they kind of really set that extra Parisian scene for you. There's an archway and some great greenery sculpted down. And you kind of walk down this long pathway that brings you to this new section. And it's filled with everything that you're looking for. It's got a crepery. It's got a beautiful fountain that's Remy-themed with champagne bottles popping off of it the little mopeds from that scene in Ratatouille, and of course, a great new ride. Well, and we're going to talk about the ride in a second, but I did want to point out something that you said that I think we take for granted, is that that World Showcase area, the entirety of it, is very, very expansive. And so we sometimes lose sight of just how much space is still not used in developing that whole thing. And so I don't think that, and you can correct me because you've now walked it, I don't think it's going to feel necessarily like you're crowded. It's probably feeling like it should have always been there, I'm guessing. Definitely not crowded. And you're right with the amount of space. It's funny, I read an article a couple of years ago that the initial plan for Epcot allowed for 50 more, 50% more of the countries than we currently have. Right. And there's a whole rationale behind why the others aren't there. But it was interesting because I'm like, you know, when I walk in Epcot and I'm going around that lagoon, I don't look and go, wow, this looks empty. <laughs> no, not but at all. It's amazing because if you think about it, the majority of the pavilions are set back. And so because it's on a circle, There's more space further back than close in, and they just need that pathway to get you back into that vast space. But we also know that they're not really increasing the footprint of the park because the parameters are well-defined. So it's all space just sitting there waiting to be used. So it also leads me to that bit of excitement that while they obviously added this expansion in France, we know that there's room for more and more great things are going to come in coming years into the World Showcase. One of the shows that's upcoming is going to be a stroll through World Showcase, right? We did the stroll through Future World. But let's stroll through really quickly as if we're walking up into this new France pavilion, this modified France pavilion. You're walking in. Where do we see the new development? 
all the way to the right-hand side of France. You're going to walk kind of along, crossing over the channel that the boats come in, and you're just strolling down, and stroll is apropos, because right there on your right, you're going to find stroller parking. It is a bit away from the attraction itself, but you have stroller parking, and they put in another set of bathrooms, and right away, you're greeted with a look at the crepery, and then you can head further into the pavilion. It kind of takes a left-hand turn. Think of the new area, almost like an upside-down capital letter L to draw you into that area. So the actual attraction, if you were kind of looking at it from overhead, is behind the existing France Pavilion. In my opinion, we've waited long enough. Let's get to the ride already, <laughs> right? I mean, get to the ride. everybody's been been anxious to 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 see what it's like. We've heard a lot about it. We've heard comparisons. You've made some as far as the ride technology to Rise of the Resistance. We've heard stuff about in Disneyland Paris. Talk to us about the ride. Let's let's break it down as much as we can. You bet. And I'm going to start outside the ride, and I'm going to think whether it's the Imagineering team or the engineering team, this is a ride that they know is going to be so popular when it opens. And while it has a nice long inside air conditioned queue, it has an overflow queue outside. And they, before it even opened, figured out it needs to be covered to be shaded and have fans. So even if you're on the long line, it's well kept. But we also have some hints as we're walking up of what's to come. You can tell that they have been in design for a long time because as you get to the entrance, which is like a box office, you'll see the option to join three lines. To your right, the standby queue. In the center, what's now going to be the nostalgic fast pass lane. They have not changed it over to a lightning lane sign yet. And to the left, single rider. So definitely a way to get onto this ride quickly. Very interesting. And I'm glad that you've mentioned that because, you know, we've talked about Genie, right? So, you know, that, that plays right into where we're going. Uh, the, clearly, they're, they're making preparations for all that stuff to, to flip a switch and, and grant our wish and, and get going right away. We have heard it's going to be on Genie. They have also highly insinuated it will be on virtual queue. So we've got those two ways to get in plus standby. And if you're adults or you've got older kids want this for a second time or to sneak it in quickly, I highly encourage the single rider line. All right. So let's talk about the things that you saw, right? The things that made this ride unique. You know, we, we know very little about it if you've stayed away from it, which I've tried to do. I've seen the stuff that exists in the the non-domestic parks, the international parks. So talk to us about everything from, from the way that the, the car is shaped and the little things that make this ride so unique. And those things start right in the queue. Even if you're going into a semi-empty queue, I encourage you not to rush through it or you're gonna miss a lot of things. Just even the wallpaper has hidden ratatouilles, hidden remmies in it, chef's hats, all different kind of character designs. Take a look at it. You're gonna enter a scene where you're in Paris at night and you can see the restaurant look lit up and looking beautiful. And if you stay in there for a minute or two, they're going to talk to you in French and tell you all about where you are. As you head a little further into the queue, some great artwork and scene setting along the way to get you to the ride. Just like many of our other rides, you're going to grab your 
3D glasses to head on in. Um, and these are newly designed, a little different than all the other ones we've seen before. And they've got two loading platforms. Each one has three cars to it. So they're basically loading six cars at a time, six people per car. And with the exception of Test Track, this is really the only bench seat ride I can think of that very clearly is molded with three seats. So if you're two people, you're not gonna sit in the middle. It's very distinctly three seats in the front row, three seats in the back row. If you take your time to look at the cars when you're boarding, I know that's not where most people go and I think Disney counts on that. It is a little bit dark in the room, but unlike rides that we do like Winnie the Pooh's Honey Pot or Haunted Mansion, the unique thing on these Remy's is they are mounted on a base and that base really lets them maneuver much more smoothly and at different angles. So get ready for a ride. When I was online, one of the people who said they had just gotten off it compared it a little bit to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway because of the amount of motion. I would say it had a little bit more motion than that. But again, on the Sandy scale, if I can ride it, pretty much anybody can ride it. <laughs> you won't find it to be super lot of motion. So you're not finding the the cart to be similar because you the 3D glasses, that type of thing. You're not finding it to be close to Toy Story Midway Mania. It's something very different. It's very different. So both rows face front. Okay. And again, it's that molded seat three across. And Toy Story Midway Mania, I always think of you're taken into scenes and you do a scene for a couple of seconds and then the curtain closes and you move on to the next scene. Yeah. This, you're driving through the movie. And it's important to keep in mind the perspective because I'll be honest, it took me a minute a couple of scenes in to figure out where I was. Mm -hmm. And the perspective is that you are Remy in the restaurant. So it definitely helps if you've seen the movie. But, you know, at one point I was kind of looking up and I'm like, okay, what's going on? Why is there orange on the ceiling? But I was inside the stove and those were the gas burners being lit up. Got and it. at another point I was on the cart that they were rolling into the restaurant. So I was just supposed to be a couple of feet off the ground kind of peeking at everything going on. So great perspective. They do call it a 4D ride because while you do have your 3D glasses, there are two different scenes where you might just get a little bit wet, similar to Mickey's Feel Her Magic. So a lot of fun. I would say if I had to give you a criticism though, the ride was quick. Yeah. Well, um, you're, well you're a mouse, so mice are quick. I guess. Um, you know, I have to be honest, if I was online for 90 minutes or 100 minutes and it's a five-minute ride, I might be a little disappointed. Right. It was definitely a fun ride that I did more than once that day. I was lucky. The ride officially does not open until October 1st, but it's ready to go. And so they've done, normally they always do cast previews occasionally they'll do a day of previews or for annual pass holders or for DVC members. But for the month of September, they've got lots of previews going. They are not pulling general public for them. They are reservation only. And so I was very fortunate through my DVC membership to be able to be there. So as you're explaining, today's exclusive look at this attraction was made possible by you being a Disney Vacation Club member. And whenever DVC is involved, you know that our show is brought to you by DVCnews.com. 
For more than a decade, DVC News has provided the latest news and information regarding the Disney Vacation Club timeshare program and its member resorts. Visit them at dvcnews.com where you can sign up for their email newsletter or look for them at facebook.com forward slash dvcnews or twitter.com forward slash dvcnews. I do think it's it's interesting when they roll out these new attractions and, and you're right, there's more groups I feel like that are getting experience uh, are getting access rather to this particular rollout. Uh, I'm wondering why maybe it's like you said to space out the anticipation for that October 1st date that we know we're getting hit with so many things. Um, the one thing I did want to ask you about the, the ride before we can move on to some of the other stuff is you mentioned a 4d experience. And one of the things that I think is so well done on some of these attractions are the things that we smell. I don't know if you want to give it away, if, it, if it's something that you want to kind of hold on to and let people experience for themselves. We are in France. We are in a kitchen. How, how about the senses as far as our sense of smell? Is there anything that you remembered that was a takeaway from this experience that, uh, that lit up your nose, so to speak? I don't. It would have been a great enhancement, but I think, again, not giving away too much of the attraction, I'm kind of trying to think real carefully where they would have put that in because it is all about kind of a behind the scenes look in the kitchen. So I can see how it didn't quite fit in, but I will also say we're going to be posting on our YouTube channel. And if you're not subscribing, hit that subscribe button, youtube.com backslash let's talk Diz. Um, I've got the entire attraction for you to experience and Again, I wrote it more than once. I'm always looking for those details. And as I was walking out, the cast member saw me filming the exit. And she said to me, did you catch the hidden Mickey in the exit? <laughs> and I said to her, no, I didn't. She says, come with me. I'll show you. And it's the sign of the real hidden Mickey because the cast member who made the point of telling me it was there couldn't find it. <laughs> it took us several minutes to find it together. If you watch the video all the way through the end, I'm going to share it with you. And if you're not familiar with Hidden Mickeys, when Imagineers work on any attractions or anything in any of the parks or the resorts, they're not allowed to sign their name to it because it is not about them. It's about the overall general experience. And so the way that they started signing their name is putting these Hidden Mickeys in attractions. And this one is really obvious and really well done once you know it's there so stay tuned and then don't tell your family surprise them and look at how quick you were to point it out when you got <laughs> off the ride well I, i'm excited for the ride because i am entering the point in my life where my children are prime ratatouille watchers so you know to be able to put them on that little mouse car and say we're now mice i think it'll be a really cool experience for them to enjoy so i'm looking forward to that I did want to talk a little bit more about the food options in this expansion. I know that's surprising to you that this is what I'm coming back to, but it is France and you know, France is known for their incredible cuisine. You had mentioned the, the creperie. So let's talk about the certain things that there are to offer with this expansion that will tickle our taste buds. You bet, and pretty unique. There is two versions of the creperie. The Creperie in Porter and the Creperie de Paris. And the one is kind of like we see over in Italy with Via Napoli, where you can do the sit-down restaurant or the pizza window. Right. This is a very large crepe window, and I will tell you, it was busy. Um, sweet 
crepes, savory crepes. The menu overlaps at the window with sit down about 60%, but some are exclusive to one or the other. Um, Nutella crepes, butter and sugar crepes, butter and sugar crepes with your choice of vanilla or chocolate, soft serve ice cream on the top. Goodness gracious. Cheese crepes. They were amazing. (laughs) You had them all, like, I'm assuming, right? You, you, you. Yeah, well, we tried several. Right. It's a good thing I had a taste tester with me. That's we good. tried several. That's good. Um, but kind of the downside, like we find during some of the Epcot festivals, it's like a quick service window. So there's very limited spots to sit and eat, or I should say there's no spots to sit and eat. <laughs> there are about eight tables, some to the left, some to the right of the window, where you can stand at one of those high tops and eat. But it would be nice. They've worked so hard in all the parks to expand outdoor seating. I would love if they did a little bit more there. But definitely a great way to just try one, try one of the specialty champagnes if you want, and not have the longer line. Because the sit-down restaurant is a little bit unique for us at Disney. And I'm not sure this is going to last so long. But it is a sit-down restaurant that is walk up only so no reservations um we were there for the preview which meant you could only get to this restaurant if you were pre-registered for the preview and they had a 25 to 35 minute wait i'm easily estimating it's going to be over an hour when they first open october november december time and unfortunately we were told at the time the way to wait was standing in line. So it may or may not be a total win for people. Again, some of the similar crepes as a sit-down option, you can order a la carte or they have a three-course meal with a super salad, a crepe as your meal, and then a dessert crepe. $33 in adult, $14 for children three to nine years old. And the drink can include a hard cider. So if you want three courses and you want a drink, it is a savings. I was glad initially it sounded like the three-course meal was going to be the only way to go, but you can order just a crepe or just soup and a crepe. So lots of good options here as well. I'm looking forward to seeing that menu pop up. We, we you know, we definitely have to maybe take a trip down at the show and, and really dive into this particular menu. It just might be, it might be what the audience needs. Sandy is what I'm pointing out. We just, we I'm glad you're going to take one for the team too. It's, you know, I couldn't try every crepe right, on the menu. Right. So. It's, it's important. It's important. Speaking of, you know, taking one for the team and the audience, you know, I know that when you were there, you, you had an idea based on what you had seen. You were thinking about maybe giving something back to the audience. You have a specific contest in mind. Why don't you break that down for us? You bet. So we had a little fun. Ratatouille's just so cute when you see all their merchandise and everything with Remy on it. So we have, fitting in well with the theme, a chef's apron. Anyone can cook with Remy on it. If you head over to our Facebook page, again, facebook.com backslash Let's Talk Diz, you can simply enter there by liking and or sharing the post. And we'll announce our winner live this Sunday on our weekly Disney News update. So if you're getting this this week, great, head on over, enter the contest. Hopefully you're our winner. If you're getting this after the fact, it means you're not subscribing on all our channels. So be sure to subscribe on your favorite social player, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook, and then you'll get all the news as it comes out. 
And again, you want to make sure you turn on those notifications that tell you when we're going live because for example, this last week, Sandy was here. She looked at this. We went live at five o'clock, but going forward, it may be nine o'clock. So we may schedule those things sporadically. So if you are somebody that can pop into your social media now and again, like we all do, make sure you turn those notifications on to tell you when we've gone live so that you can enjoy whatever content we're bringing to you. Because most of the time when we're live, it has something to do with being in a park, <laughs> okay, especially recently. So... Uh, Sandy, anything else you want to talk about as far as this expansion in France? Because it just sounds tremendous. I'm glad you were able to be there. It was great. And like anything else with Disney, the detail is where you're going to get that enjoyment. So don't just go running up the path and get another line. Really stroll around in the cute little courtyard they've created and enjoy all that they're bringing to you in Paris. Sandy, thanks for taking the time. Au revoir. Au revoir, Jeff. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.